Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> one and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought I think of my life in terms of blessings, you know. I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on uh, you know, the what's, well, I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to, because I have to address problems as they arise, but I try not to let them consume me. I let the consumption part be about the blessings, the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life, the good things that God has done for me, the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life, the protection he's given me over the years, to being tucked under his wings. I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm... I'm not human and I don't have moments where I I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and and all of this here. So that's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life, all of you, all of us. We can have incredible lives. If we just let God drive, see, the, the problem that I had years ago was I was the driver of my life. 
and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for, of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and, and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true, but the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I, I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, and that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. <laughs> and that's the cold thing about it, man. See, no matter how good you get at it, you ain't going to ever be the best you can be. You're just not because you're going to fall short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't. And you can't. And you're not. And you aren't. And you won't. And you will not. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection. But it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you're going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling, falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better, the moment you try to be more, 
the moment you try to get it right. The devil got to send his attackers, man, and he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them, too. You, you've all met one or two of them in your life. They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the, about the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they self? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody's attacking you with that. You keep doing what you're doing. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. It's like, uh, for example, it's like detoxing your body, which is one of the most healthy things you can do for your body is to detox your system and clean out the pipes and the liver and the blood and get it all together, give your kidneys a break and all like this. Okay, right? Okay. But to detox it properly, it takes 21 days, right? And I hear a lot of people talking about, ah, 21 days, I ain't got, but see, hold up, man. If the 21 days out of 360 days a year, you ain't got 21 to straighten yourself out. You ain't got 21 days to give yourself a better shot at health. I mean, that that's crazy to me once you wrap your mind around it. See, and so, like, if you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are, go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me, uh, this is a special day. We have uh, two special guests on the show today uh, who just take off when they want to. Because, you know, uh, they always, you know, I, you know, I have said in the past that I wouldn't hire no more people like this, but I just keep doing it. So, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Thank you, darling. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's Such up, a crew? wonderful woman. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Nephew Tommy, how you feeling today, man? I'm in the building, big job. I'm good, good I'm good, good, good. Now, uh, I've just put it out of order, so to speak, because i got to introduce two people to you. Two people who are constantly in competition with one another. Two people who refuse to be outdone by one another. If one do something, the other one try to top it. 
So, you know, Jay decided he wasn't feeling good, so he asked for some time off, and I granted it. Junior got sick of that. Oh, excuse the pun. (laughs) (laughs) So Junior decided he wasn't going to feel good either. So we we had two... uh, uh, things happened on this morning show. I'd like to apologize for the listeners that's been asking, where has Jay been? Well, Jay is here. And for the past few days, asking, where has Junior been? Well, damn it, we don't know either. So we're about to find out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we call them, uh, as you would say to your dogs, sick'em. Uh, we call them the sick'em boys because they will pull one on you out of nowhere. Ladies and gentlemen, Junior... You ain't gonna outstick me. I see that. J. Anthony Brown. Jay is back. Oh, Jay. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna come back today. Had I known he was coming back today, I would have waited another day. So it would have been all me. I didn't, I didn't know I had to share my coming back. Yeah. yeah. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, well, you yeah. did. Yeah. Bitter man. Yeah, this with me. In the building. You ain't finna outsick him. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna outsick me, man. Did he know you were coming back today, Jay? Yeah, he knew. I told him when I was coming back. Hell yeah, he told him. <laughs> I went right he back. He called me and told me he was coming back. I said, okay, well, yeah. it won't your junior's out. Yeah. Yeah. He said, Well, I told Junior I was coming back. I said, Well, Junior's still gonna be out. <laughs> oh, am I surprised? <laughs> Jay, wow. wasn't you out last year doing the cruise? It was uh-huh. Sure know. was, Tommy. You always out doing mm-hmm. they cruise, dog. Oh, is this cruise time, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he was out. Mm-hmm. Cruise. Do you think he tried to stow away? Uh-huh. <laughs> we sure do. That's why we're bringing it up. I can't uh-huh. tell if he got a tan because he too dark. I mean. Tommy. <laughs> Welcome back, Jay. <laughs> My buddy. You were definitely team, missed. Tommy. Definitely missed. Yeah, man. So you can take over one of these shows, man. <laughs> All that time you done took off here. <laughs> All right, we'll, well be listen. Back with yeah. These two slow ass people on this here show. <laughs> coming, up in, <laughs> coming up at 32 after the hour, parenting pressure and challenges. We'll talk about some of our issues right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday when we got off the air, guys, um, the morning crew had a long, long discussion about parenting. Uh, We're all dealing with uh, some sort of parenting pressure uh, or challenge. Each one of us are dealing with something, is dealing with something. Some of us are parents of millennials. Carla and Tommy are parents of young children. So, guys, let's just talk about parenting pressures and the different ways of parenting compared to how our parents raised us. All right, Steve, you can go first. Well, I, oh, it's not so much of. We, we need something to drink, and we finna do this here. We finna talk about these kids? <laughs> it's too early, These kids? No, I'm with I don't give down what time it is. We need yeah. something. We need to reject something. I'm with you. Yeah. To I agree with Tommy finally. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then you just gonna make me first. You don't even let me warm up. I just said good morning. <laughs> now, after this, I'll be wanting to say good night. <laughs> man, I'm so sick of my damn kids. You know what it is, man? It's not comparisons of how it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, it, it frustrates you as a parent because, oh, my goodness, everything you pour into your kids, and when they move out the house, 
they do something that you distinctly remember telling them, don't do it. Not to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But to, and yeah. there is a mm. thing in them that thinks they know more than you, and now hit her ass go. Yeah. When you put what? it like that, weren't we just like that though? When I we were don't their age? give a damn if I was. <laughs> I don't think we were. Well, we were not. <laughs> But I wait, mean, wait, because wait, wait. I distinctly remember my mom telling me things and me doing them anyway, thinking I knew everything when I turned you know 18. Not as a child. As a we didn't we get caught. kids are doing stuff as grown-ups. Yeah, see, Shirley, you trying to change the question no, that I'm you not. presented. Uh, no, we talking about our damn kids. I know, but I just want to make sure that base is covered. Because Tommy talking about his kids. I'm talking about mine. You talking about yours. Carla going to talk about hers. And Carla only one got one stay at the house. Okay, uh, first of all, you need to calm down. No, I ain't got to calm down. Because <laughs> I am not your kid. Well, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. I know. Here's the big problem that I have. They feel like they it's this sense of entitlement. Like right. like I That's owe you it. something. Yes. That's what bothers me. Like, I owe you, like, but not only do you think I owe you something, you don't want to take direction from me. I but you still one, want me to give you something? I think the one something? thing that really gets me is the phrase, you haven't done anything for me. That, that's when that's when you, like, want to snap. Yeah. Every time the phone rings, it's not, hi, how, how are you, Mom? It's, Mom, I need gas. Mom, uh, <laughs> I mean, Brady, it's why stuff, are you answering the phone? <laughs> because you never know. You got to answer it if your kids call. <laughs> you guys don't answer the phone when your kids call? I stop. My mama did. I stop. Yeah, I have to answer yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to answer it. But yeah, yeah but, it's see, always you got about a girl. money. So yeah, you have to answer the phone. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I play my to. son out. Now, Stevie, Jason, and Winter, they uh-huh. call all they want. It's if I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is oh, your so mood I, <laughs> I should have had a son, huh? <laughs> oh, right, right, Shirley. And Shirley, here's the thing. Yeah. When you call your son and he don't answer, yeah. the phone that you bought that him. That you pay for, you pay the bill I'm for. not answering your damn call either. Jeez. Uh, being oh, you ain't ready to come over here, Carla. You'll be here in a few years. You ain't ready for this. And I, I think, keep I getting, I know, mom. I know, mom. I know, mom. I know, mommy. don't know a damn thing. I know, thing. mommy. I know. I know, mommy. Over and no, over. You don't. No, you don't. <laughs> How the hell could you? Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, mommy. I know. I get that all I'm gonna the time. I'm going to do better, Dad. Yeah. Dad, I'm going to do better. Or oh, 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 you get this one. Oh, there you go with that. Oh, you got to bring that up again. Uh-huh. Okay. You're going to bring that up mm-hmm. again, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, what are some of the issues, though, that you guys, like, compare it to when we were kids? Like, Shirley, Well, the problem is we ain't whooping their ass the way we got whooped. Well, That's the problem. Yeah, that, they of they course, that. And they didn't work as hard as we worked. They just didn't. That's See, right. And social media, you got to here, throw that Here's in the there. core of what has happened. They Shirley's absolutely right. Do. Social media has a lot to do with it. We're going to talk about that in a second. All of us have worked very hard to give our children a better life than the one we had. Absolutely. And in that, it Uh created a level of comfort Mm -hmm. that we didn't ever have growing up. And it created a level of expectation that we didn't have growing up and a sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they just have not had to work near as hard to get the simple things that we got because we gave it to them. Steve, I asked my daughter. Oh, okay. I'll I'll just say this quickly. I asked my daughter when she was getting her car, what kind of car does she want? Mm -hmm. She said a Range Rover. 
She did not blink. She did not. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, I I think. Did you buy it? No. Whatever problem they're in, whatever Uh financial problem they're in, Uh to solve it doesn't involve work. It's a phone call away. Yes. how am I going to get out of this? It's, right. Let me just let me just That's call what Dad. That's saying, Jay. Let me just okay. call Mom. That's exactly, exactly right. That's exactly, exactly. right. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I always say to people, what money does is having money makes all emergencies become mere inconveniences. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you have to have a ton of it. You just have to have enough to get them past their emergency and turn it into an inconvenience. Them damn boys of mine down at Mo House. If them stupid ass, I said, can you read? It said no parking. How you got 12 damn tickets? It's in red. It's got a picture of a tow truck towing the car. And your dumb ass parked there. Now you talking about I can't believe they towed my car. The damn sign. Can you read? Man. I know. It's just. Dog, do you know how many times I got that car out of tow? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when when I told them they wasn't getting no car until they second year of college, Marjorie went behind my back and let them have a car. Now, I heard them talking because I gave them a truck, mm-hmm. a, a Ford truck. They told, they t- I heard them talking about, I wanted a Cadillac Escalade. A Cadillac? <laughs> a Range Rover. <laughs> a damn Cadillac. <laughs> My dream car when I was 18? <laughs> Boy, it's right. not going to happen. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Coming up next, uh, more fun with the nephew and run that prank back. Welcome back, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union support their 11-year-old son at the Gay Pride Parade, and Solange has canceled her Coachella date. But right now, the nephew's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? My roommate, Benny. Ooh. My roommate, Benny. It was loud in my ear. That's how it's supposed to be. It's prank time. Everybody knows it's prank time. Get ready. My roommate, Benny. <laughs> Run that, cat. Hello? Am I speaking to Devin? Yeah, this is he. Okay, hey man, this is Chris. I live above you. I ain't never met you before, but uh, you, 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 have you been calling the leasing office about uh, uh complaining on me about I'm making too much noise or what? Yeah, yeah, man, my bad, bro. I, I was trying to catch you, man. I could never, uh, I could never catch you at home, man. It's just like you know, bro. I, I, I work, work at night. I work at night. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I work in the day. But I can't sleep at night, bro, because I don't know what's going on in your apartment. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be in your business. I'm not trying to be in your business, player. I, I just can't get no sleep at night, man, because there'd be a lot of noise up there, a lot of noise, a lot of talking. And what you do is your business, bro. I'm just saying, man, please, dog. Hey, man, but you ain't have to go to the leasing office, man. All you had to do, you know, was holler at me. You ain't, they, you know, they got me written up like, you know, one one more complaint on me. They going to put me out or something. Well, yeah, dog, like I say, though, I was trying to get, I was trying to find you. You know what I'm saying? But we, well, I guess we miss each other because you, you work at night. And I work in the day. So, you know, when you going, I'm coming. And when I'm coming, you going. You know what I'm saying? I, bro, I ain't trying to start no shit. I'm just trying to, you know, go to work and pay my pay my bills, man. That's how I'm, I'll be I'm, at work yeah. at night, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my hustle on like you trying to get yours on doing well, the day. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, let's make it make sense. Bruh, if you at work at night, somebody in your somebody in your apartment talking loud than a 
keeping me up. Square business. Okay. You got a roommate or something? No, somebody I ain't got that, no room. Uh, I ain't got no roommate. Man, you might have heard Benny. Somebody in there talking loud, holding a conversation. It's like two people in there talking loud every night. Every no, night, that's, bro. that's Benny, man. Benny be talking. Okay, you say you ain't got no roommate. So who, who is Benny? Who is Benny? Benny is my bird, my parrot. That's Benny be talking. Oh, say, man, stop with me, dog. Listen, man, why, why, wait a minute. You trying to tell me a, a bird? That's oh, Benny, man. I done had Benny 10 years. That's my bird. Birds don't even live that long. So, so now I'm up at night. I'm up at work because a, a bird? That's what you want. That's, that, that's what you call me to tell me. A bird. I call you to tell you you ain't got to be putting these complaints on me, man. Say, man. But I, I'm, at, I'm gone at night. That's Benny hey, talking, man. Where the Benny then? Wait, 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 
my Can God. I tell you what Benny told me to tell you? What? What? What the f*** did Benny? Benny told me to tell you this, that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Sean. Just wanted to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody got different kind of roommates. Mine just happened to be a bird. You understand oh, what I'm saying? My Lord. roommate, Ben. <laughs> I'll be at the Keswick Theater. That is Glenside, Pennsylvania. That is this coming Saturday. Two shows, 7 and 10 o'clock, both of them, with me and the beautiful Samoa. Of what? Sold out. There are, it might be one. Just one. <laughs> I don't know where that one at, but they might have one. Following week, Friday, April 19th, Knoxville, Civic Auditorium in Knoxville, Tennessee. It is me and the one and only Bruce Bruce. We will be in the building. 8 o'clock show. Tickets on sale right now. Box office and all Ticketmaster outlets. And then we have Virginia Beach Comedy Club, May 2nd through the 4th. Virginia Beach Comedy Club. Tickets on sale right now. Bruce Bruce. <laughs> all right, nephew. Let <laughs> <laughs> my dude, Bruce Bruce. <laughs> All right, well, listen, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we're going to have some entertainment news for you. Like I said, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are in the news as well as Solange. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, Gabrielle Union Wade is supporting her 11-year-old stepson with pride. On Sunday, Gabrielle and her family got all decked out in their rainbow gear for the Miami Pride Festival in support of their son, Zion Wade. Unfortunately, Dwayne Wade was unable to attend the parade because of the Miami Heat. Uh, They had an away game in Toronto, but he shared his pride on social media for all to see. Zion had his own cheering section today, uh, D. Wade said on Instagram. Wish I was there to see you smile, kid. Zion's older brother, Zaire, also showed some love on the Internet and told his followers, love you, little bro, no matter what. People on social media are praising Dwayne and Gabrielle's positive approach to parenting, with some saying the celebs are parents to look up to. Wow. I wow, that's, that's nice. Great, uh-huh. right, man. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's their son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they do right. seem like very love loving parents, especially with Absolutely. the new little baby they have and everything. Very loving. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, not and to put that pressure. Well, on. I can't right. say nothing about it because I'm still mad at my damn boys asking for that damn Cadillac Escalade. Oh. <laughs> Steve, you talked about that 20 minutes ago. Yeah, well, Steve. whatever. It's, it's still burning. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about okay. you want a damn Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> Thing working nowhere. Talking about a damn Cadillac Escalade. You know, I'm glad you're about felt. Yeah. You, uh, you, 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 you what, Tommy? I'm glad you didn't buy it. Did you buy it? Boy, hell. Boy. Uh-uh. That's too much. No. Yeah, that's too much. 
Uh, we got in trouble asking for bus fare when we were coming. Up, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> man, they look at me so crazy. I asked for a bike one year. They looked yeah. at me like I had lost my damn a bike. Man. <laughs> a bike. Well, you better get out there and run. <laughs> I could ask for a ride yeah. to the school. It was just four yeah. blocks away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't need a ride. Yeah. One, year I I asked, walk to one year I asked for glasses. <laughs> 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 they ass got mad at that. <laughs> what you need to see? <laughs> I don't see this happening. Quit! <laughs> Biggest them words is in them Alice and Jerry books. Yeah, we were really raised differently Ooh. than these kids today. That is for sure. Uh, in other entertainment news, Solange has canceled her performances at Coachella. Uh, you know, um, the music festival tweeted, due to major production delays, Solange will unfortunately no longer be performing. She sends her sincerest apologies. Coachella is a major festival. It's ha- held outside of Los Angeles um, over two weekends in the California desert. This year's headliners are Ariana Grande and Childish Gambino. Kanye West will bring mm. his gospel choir to Coachella for a special outdoor Easter Sunday sunrise service. So um, in the, in this yes. particular story, she didn't say why, but um, we understand yeah, her band is sick. Yeah, oh, her a uh, lot of members of her band mm-hmm. uh, was sick, and so she Solange had when a very hard time. I think it's like the um, last weekend's in April. You can't play a track. Oh, it starts this They're going to be sick in April it's at the end week. of April? Yeah, it starts this weekend. Well, and the next <clears> weekend. And they have uh, to do the production and, and all the that. Song. It's more than one drum out here. Yeah. It's well, got to be she, some NyQuil that'll to, get you right to, between that. She wants to do it with a <laughs> NyQuil. She wants to do it with the people she's comfortable with, I'm sure. Well, I mean, yeah, and she was I mean, having problems replacing them, she said. I mean, it starts she's this an Friday, artist. by the way. Yeah. yeah. She's an artist. Yes, and, she is. And so, you know. In her own right. Play the track. Let's yeah. do the yeah. track. Get a track. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Felicity Huffman has pled guilty in the college admission scandal. Felicity Huffman, 56, of Los Angeles, paid Rick Singer $15,000 to rig her daughter's SAT test. <laughs> the girl had twice the amount of time as normal to take the exam, and the proctor uh, corrected her answers afterwards. Uh, she released a statement, Felicity did, saying, I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from those actions. She continued, I am ashamed of the pain I have caused my daughter, my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the educational community. Uh, and as for sentencing, no word yet, but what she did does carry some jail time, up to 20 years, possibly. I bet you they don't get a day in jail. The prosecutor's Probably office. Not. The prosecutors want them to do uh, prison time, but the, the, it's the judge's call. We all know that. But yeah. But who judge in the day? Is, is it the one uh, yeah. that Trump just put in there? Who judge? This ain't no Supreme Court. Yeah, it's not, it hasn't gone all the way up there, Tommy. <laughs> like I said, the maximum sentence is 20 years. Uh, the judge Wait. has the final say. So Lori Laughlin, uh, Aunt Becky, of course, from Full House yeah. and Fuller House, and her husband were not part of that plea deal. So this is going going So wait a minute. So whoa, 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 whoa. So she, so she took a plea deal. Uh-huh. Felicity yeah. did. Uh-huh. She, pleaded she pleaded guilty. She pleaded guilty. Well, hold up now. I mean, what I'm asking is, it a plea deal or she pled guilty? She pled guilty. All right. So now they have to determine, you know, what she, what her outcome will be. Okay. What, so she's she's opted not to go to trial. It sounds mm-hmm. like she pled guilty and she's waiting to see what her sentence well, yeah, will be. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Or punishment will be. Mm-hmm. And now and the, pro- the prosecutor has recommended time, 
20 years. He, they want her to do some time. It is up mm. to the judge. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Man, y'all can promise you that. But my child that, that couldn't... Ooh. Well, you know, the part that gets me, I understand that you want your child to have a better life. You want your child in top quality schools. Here's the problem. If your child doesn't qualify in the normal route to get into them top-level schools, how is your child going to get there into school and compete? That's the part I don't yeah. do. So if you got to buy this test, these results, how many more tests you going to have to pass? Because Four the SAT years. ain't the hard part. The hard part is Maintain. all them classes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Four years of classes. You know how much money you're going to have to spend? Well, but if yeah. you're giving money, they don't care if you go to class or not. They'll pass you. That, wow. There you go. The now, now that you've wow. said a mouthful right there, Jay. Yeah. That is the you're absolute money, truth. You gotta go to class. And I mean, look at all the people who have who weren't caught, who have degrees and all right. this stuff. You know. Mm. All right, uh, we're moving on. Coming I up, didn't, I didn't get caught or get a degree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't even understand what this damn conversation is about. Coming up at thirty-four after the hour, R. Kelly is open to a follow-up interview with Gail King. If uh, Robert, man, what he going back? Robert, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, if you had any doubts about R. Kelly being delusional, uh, get this, okay? He actually thought the interview he did with Gail King was good for his image. Do I need to repeat that? (sighs) R. Kelly actually thought that the interview he did with Gail King was good for his image. Did he see it? Was he there? Mm -mm. All right. In fact, he's actually considering doing a follow-up with uh, Gail King. Gail said, yeah, Gail said she reluctantly called his team after the interview aired to see how they were feeling about it. They were like, look, we're so glad you called. They were really pleased, she said. They thought people got to see how passionate he was. They got to see his pain, and maybe they got to look at it in a different way. (laughs) That's what you got out of that rap. You know what he going to do? What? He going to mess around and talk his ass right into prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, man, if you thought that was a good interview, man, it's something wrong with you. Yeah. It's, it's really, man, and he's he's got bad people around him. Because if, if you think another interview, another follow-up interview, see, your passion, brother, I'm telling you, man, somebody, somebody's advising him all wrong. Now, and and he's done some things that's that's crazy too now, so you've done some things that's crazy. You're being accused of something that's crazy, and then your interview was crazy. Well, he doesn't see it that way, Steve. He begs to differ with you. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you what's gonna happen, man. And I really, man, they're gonna end up in a trial because he's not gonna take a plea, and he's gonna go up on the stand in his own defense. Woo. Because he has that go. type of mindset. Mm. And and it's it's going to be lights man. out, man. Wow. All right. Well, one more thing, uh, Steve. R. Kelly did a paid club gig in Springfield, Illinois over the weekend. Or Springfields, Illinois, as he called well, it. Well, that's down the street. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it was, it was lined up back in December before the uh, Surviving R. Kelly document aired. Mm-hmm. Uh, documentary um, documentary aired. Sources say the tickets were originally $100 but dropped to $50. Only about 50 people showed up. R. Kelly was social Jesus. media was on social media before his club gig asking the media to take it easy on him. Take a listen. Yo, this your boy Kells and um, I got an event to do tonight in Springfield, Illinois. 
So I want the media to take it easy on me, man. This is how I got to get paid now for right now. So I got to go do this event, and it's a party. So when you see me in the club with a couple of drinks in my hand and chilling, please take it easy. Appreciate it, y'all. Thanks. Mm. Well, that ain't going to help. That is not going to help. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've come wow. down to, Man. Robert. Came up with that plan. Okay, it ain't nobody in his camp. Mm-hmm. It's nobody. Where so, is so, your? Come on, dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pull up, pal. Yeah. Hey, uh, where up, pal. is he? Yeah. No, the know the blank you ain't. Uh, <laughs> that dude. Where's your serious dog? Yeah. <laughs> you going where, man? Yeah. 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 Who, who he needs controls some checks and his social media? Who filmed it? And who posted it? Went. Yeah. Say that. Mm-hmm. But you're asking. I mean, man. I, yeah. I don't understand that. I, I really, really don't. So, something's wrong, man. I mean, I well, yeah. I'm, I'm not, well, I know something's wrong, but yeah. I mean, man, you, you know, it's the only way I got to make money right now. So I'm asking y'all, you know, take it easy on me. Gonna have a couple drinks in my hand, okay? Fifty people. Mm-hmm. Fifty people. Yeah, at fifty dollars a piece. Fifty times you fifty. Stand out with fifty people in there. You won't. Twenty-five hundred. <laughs> it was just fifty. Fifty times fifty. Wow. Well, he's currently free on a million dollars bail after uh, being indicted on criminal sex abuse charges with underage girls back in February. So, wow. yeah. yeah. Wow. What a fall. Where is this going, man? Yeah. Yep. Man. I I just <laughs> can't believe he thought that interview with Gail went well. And I can't believe he won't do yeah, another he, one. Yeah, he wants to. He, yeah. Let me tell y'all some more. I, I'm so yeah. glad you called, Gail. What? He still had bigger nights than some of the nights I have at the J spot. So, hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call. Welcome back, Jay, right after this. Good Lord. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject turned off and on at the same time. But right now, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You know, normally I say, deprecate! Yeah, do you, you know. boo? Come on, Neff. But y'all be making yeah. me feel, like, uh, uncomfortable with my delivery. So I said, deprecate. You yeah. know, see if y'all like that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like the new one better because you holler all the time. I think you should. Uh, I think, holler, me holler. personally, that you should, you know, vary your approach to these. Vary well, my approach. Okay. I haven't heard of Halloween Lunch in a while, box. so I like it. I really missed it a lot. <laughs> well, you weren't here. You were on the cruise. <laughs> you ain't missed nothing. This is the same thing. He do it the same every, way every time. Every, every. And that's okay. Yeah. Phone call. <laughs> Your daddy is my brother. It's a little startling, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just all. It's what about those W's, thing. though, Steve? No. <laughs> Went to win. <laughs> Blowing everybody's bangs and papers all over the place. Hey, 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 hey! It's Deborah K. Here it is. Let's run it. Hello. May I speak to this? Let me tell you something to you. My name is Wayne. You did my auntie's hair yesterday, and now 
I don't know what you did. I don't know what kind of glue you'd use with weaves uh, or whatever, but my auntie had him fell out in church today. Well, doing well, I don't I don't even use glue because I don't even know why you coming at me on the side tip anyway about your auntie. My Who auntie the is your auntie. My auntie is Deborah and I have fell out. No, no, Deborah. I don't do no Deborah hair. You talking about how I use glue? I don't use glue. I've been sewing that hair since since nineteen eighty two. You come coming at me with some glue? I don't do no glue. Hold, who you think you tripping with? Look, let me I'm tell you. Because you coming at me on some side? I'm some damn I don't even know no Look, let me say this to you. All I'm what saying is you gotta say, say what you gotta say, cause I, I'm I'm serious about my hair weave. You coming at me with some glue? It's too hot for some glue. Be that melting on the side of your head. Well, that's what happened, and I have fell off in service, and all the church members is sitting there laughing at her. Well, she shouldn't have been. Maybe she's trying to get the devil out of her, cause she ain't had no business shouting that. I'm hard anyway, but I don't with no glue. You ain't finna sit here and talk about my Annie and her Jesus. Don't you talk about how she shot. Annie, I don't even know this lady. I don't even know that. How you talking about glue? I don't do glue. They call her Miss Deborah. I don't know no Miss Deborah. She just got her hair done from you yesterday. How you gonna sit here and act like you ain't cut it? Yesterday. I didn't cut it. You just said glue. Tell Deborah to call me that. Tell her to be a real woman and call me and tell me the I'm finna tell everybody in Atlanta, Georgia, not to come to your house. Wait, 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 wait one minute. You wait one minute. That's my livelihood you with. Now, I don't need you. Who is this? Who are you? My name is Wayne. Yeah, well, I don't know no Wayne. Look here, Wayne. I know you I, don't I, know I, Wayne, but you, you know. Tell you, I got a brother named Big J and Leroy. Bring your Wayne. Bring your Look, look, let me tell you something. I don't want no problem, but I will throw these hands if I got to. What? Big J, I'm going to throw them hands on. Look here, look here. I ain't got time to tell your auntie, whoever made the mistake, it wasn't me. Now, look, you done got me out here on Good Sunday. I just came from church. It's hot as hell. And you telling me about some glue? You ain't got no, you ain't got to do today, do you? You I ain't got nothing to do. I got to find out why my auntie half falling out in church. Well, it ain't me, so call somebody else in Atlanta. But, but well, you ain't you you must not be in right now. You got people hair falling out in church and glue falling all off on the pews. Don't say your auntie probably glued her own shit and that's probably why it fell out. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm the hottest stylist in Atlanta. So I don't know who no Deborah she ain't nobody. If I if hey, I ain't do a hat. I don't fuck up hair. You can call in and everybody in Atlanta. They'll tell you the same thing. Look. All I'm saying is, you done messed up my auntie hair. I want to get it rectified. I need you, first of all, to call and apologize to her. Apologize? Have you done lost your human drinking on some Jesus juice with your auntie? That's why her hair fell out. You and Michael Jackson and your auntie, Deborah Cece, or whatever her name is. Look, let me tell you. First of all, you go, you go respect my auntie. Okay, uh, whatever you say her name is, I I want you to redo my auntie hair for free and give her her money back from the first time she paid you. I don't know who this, hold, hold on. I don't know who this, I, who, I don't know who you are. I'm Wayne. Why are you coming? Wayne, look here, Wayne. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to hang up in your face, Now, Wayne. hold up. I'm Deborah nephew, Wayne. Now, my ain't 52 years old. Now, if you ain't going to respect your elders, how you expect to be blessed? You say you just went to church this ooh, morning. Ooh, ooh. See, that's the problem. You calling me on Sunday with some and got me cussing like this. See, now I got to go back in and have a conference with my pastor. But have some I got one more thing I need to say to you before I get off the phone. What, what, 
Well, say what the f- you gotta say, cause you wasted my minutes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just oh. got pranked from your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Lord. that. I was about to have my brothers come whoop your. That got me. That got me, nephew. What's up, man? <laughs> they tell your your girl told me she said, "Trust me, going off the first oh, twelve seconds." Oh, it's... she know. <laughs> she know what it is, nephew Tammy. Oh, uh, Tammy. Hey, hey, baby, let me ask you. You don't do no uh, you don't do no glue. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> no glue. I don't. I don't. Hey, hey I can tell you, I don't with no glue. It's, it's too hot. It's too hot for glue. It's too hot for the glue. All right, baby. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody half fell out of church that you still. They say you the bomb down there, so I just wanted to call and make sure I prank my girl. She the one. I'm a up on sight. On sight. All right, baby. Answer one thing for me. What is the baddest? I mean, the baddest radio show in the world. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> That is. That's ain't double K right there, baby. No, your weaves. Uh-uh. I'm going to do my anyhow again. That's kind of a sticky situation you had there, man. Know your stylist. Yes. stylist. She does not play. Uh-uh. Well, real quick, ladies, what's the difference between a stylist and a beautician? I tell you what, call one one, you'll see real damn things. <laughs> the perfect same. answer, Jay. <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of decades. It's a matter of decades. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, time. it's yeah. age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you a beautician, you over 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the damn show. What do you do? I'm a beautician. Yeah. That's old school right yeah. there. They used to have that sign in the shop, we're beauticians, not magicians. Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right, it's going down this weekend. Glenside, Pennsylvania, Saturday, April 13th, Keswick Theater, sold out. Me and the beautiful Samoa. So, uh, laying in the cut, Knoxville, Tennessee, Knoxville Civic Auditorium, Friday, April the 19th. Tickets on sale right now in Virginia Beach. That's May 2nd, May 2nd through the 4th at, at Virginia Beach Comedy Club. The nephew is coming to town. And Mother's Day weekend, I am in Texarkana. That's right, first time. Texarkana at the uh, Texarkana Convention Center. So, people in Texarkana, this is what you do. You go to thomasmiles.com, thomasmiles.com. As soon as you get to my page, you can click on it where you can get your tickets. I've made it simple and easy for you in Texarkana, Saturday night at the Convention Center. Tickets on sale right now. So, the nephew was coming, Mother's Day weekend. But Sunday morning, I got to get up and get to my mama, though. So, if y'all come to see me, it's going to be that evening because early Sunday morning. I'm going to see my mom and my wife. Okay. Thank you. Amen. As you Amen. should. Amen again. Yeah. All right. Got to do did that. You wanna, did you want something for saying that? or Because that's what you're supposed I mean, to do, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I'm just hoping I'm hoping my wife listening right now because <laughs> okay. normally when she's listening, I say something stupid. So I'm just oh, hoping so you're this to time. Oh, I need it. Yeah. I need it. I oh, said oh. something the other day, and I've been hearing about this for the last two days. Oh, yeah. You so, mean yesterday? Real ignorant. Yesterday. I, it might have been yesterday, I, but I'm. Uh-huh. Oh, it's every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Without a doubt. <laughs> But we will move on. Uh, Thank you, nephew. (laughs) Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter subject turned on and off at the same time. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's it. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you, Strawberry Letter. Man, you ain't sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. (laughs) Subject. (laughs) Subject turned on and off at the same time. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am in my early 40s and I have been happily married and faithful to a wonderful man for nine years. My husband says he likes the fact that I am a wonderful mom and wife and I keep it classy, classy until I am behind closed doors and I turn into his super freak. The last two years, my sex drive has been in overdrive. My cravings for sex drive me so crazy that I have left work to meet my husband at home during the day so I could get some relief. The thing is, my husband does not share my sudden urges to have sex all of the time. He usually He's usually tired after work and wants to cuddle, but that's it. To me, that is selfish and a complete turnoff. So I end up pleasing myself while I fantasize about other men and women that have flirted with me. Yes, other men and women flirt with me regularly, but I haven't entertained any of their any of the advances because I value my marriage and I love my husband. In addition to always wanting to have sex, I am constantly watching porn now. And it's a problem because I have started comparing sex with my husband to what I see in videos. I am starting to get bored altogether with my husband. Lately, nothing he does really turns me on. I only get turned on from my fantasies. I have come clean with my husband about the porn and my desire to be even freakier than we already are. My husband says that there may be something wrong with me. Uh, but he's not interested in a threesome or swinging, so I need to get some help. Isn't he supposed to help me work through these types of issues so I won't cheat on him? How do I think, how do you think I should handle this? Please advise. (laughs) All right, you might be a dream wife to some guys. Uh, You know, you might be a dream. And then some, uh, like your husband, uh, he might think that something is wrong. You know, I think you're going really, really fast here. Uh, You just said you're happily married to a wonderful man. Then two paragraphs down, you're calling him selfish and a complete turnoff. This is your issue. Uh, You know, the fact that you're in your 40s and uh, you're at your sexual peak. I mean, that's what happens to women. Um, So you can't blame your husband if he's not quite there or not there at all. Your marriage needs to make these necessary adjustments. Uh, Yes, a lot of marriages uh, have one partner uh, wanting it more than the other. So you got to make some sort of adjustment and come meet in the middle somewhere. You just have to. Instead of seven times a day, seven days a week, you got to narrow that down where you both can get something out of it. Uh, The porn situation here could very well be a problem. You wanting to swing and have threesomes, uh, that is going to be a problem in this marriage because your husband is not on that same thing. You got to sit your husband down. You guys need to talk about this situation before it really gets out of hand. All right, Steve? Oh, it's already out of hand. It is. It's already 
turned on and off at the same time. Well, you ain't talking about your husband, are you? Because you ain't turned on by him no more. You just turned off. What you turned on by some other things. Let's get into the letter. Your last two years, sex drives in overdrive. You're 40. You got to have it all the time. You done left your work to meet your husband at home during the day so I could get some relief. Now, in order for your, you to go home, your husband, he got to drive home too. So now he just going back and forth. Y'all got two cars just burning up gas. Now he looking at the money side of it too, probably. And it ain't adding up. The thing is, my husband does not share my sudden urges to have sex all the time. He's usually tired after work. You know, that's what people do when they get off work. Do you know they be tired? <laughs> they just be tired because they been at work. Most people tired when they get home from work. It can happen. And he just want to cuddle because he tired. Now, you done sat up here and said to me, that's selfish and a complete turnoff. Hell yeah, it's a turnoff, especially if you turn on. Now, you the little red hot firecracker all of a sudden. You just up in here, you been the perfect wife, and all of a sudden you a little freak, and all of a sudden you freaky everywhere, because now guess what you doing? You end up pleasing yourself while fantasizing about other men and women that have flirted with me. Yes, other men and women. I heard you. You didn't have to repeat it twice, but I'm glad you did. So now you want us to know that everybody wants you except him. Hmm. Mm, now nah, we're moving into the direction now. So now you fantasizing about men and women. You're all over the place. See, he ain't know this. You know, you know, when you've been married for nine years faithful, he ain't know nothing about this other side. You developed into this person. Or could it have been that you've done some of this in your past and then you got married and chilled out and it all came back? Cold crackle. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it then all came back. Uh, I don't know if these are brand new thoughts. I think this is something that's been buried deep in your psyche all along. Because now you looking at everybody. But I haven't entertained any advances because I value my marriage and I love my husband. But you are entertaining them. You just said you was pleasing yourself, fantasizing about other men and women. What you? Where you think this finna go? Huh? You think you finna leave all this in your head? You think that you finna just keep fantasizing about these other men and these women, and he still ain't with it? And you think that it's gonna stay right there? In addition, to always wanting to have sex. I'm constantly watching porn now, and it's a problem because I've started comparing sex with my husband when I see in video. Well, he ain't in the video. Because your husband ain't a porn star. He ain't wild thing. He ain't thunder the plumber. You heard what he said. You heard what he said. <laughs> he ain't the roto-rooter man. Come on here, boy. He ain't the pool boy that don't need a net or a long stick. Hold he it. come with it already. Hold it right there, Steve. We'll have part two of your response. Well, what about it? Coming up at 23 after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject turned on and off at the same time. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter uh, and get to your part two. Subject turned on and off at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, lady. Turn it on. Yeah, now here you are. Here you are. 40 to turn into little Miss Hottie all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now you Miss Hottie. Now you got to have it all the time. Your man don't want it all the time because he coming into work and it turns you off because he tired. Not to turn you off. Now you start pleasing yourself with porno. Oh, is that right now? And now you fantasizing about the other men and women that hit on you all the time. See, you think you fine to everybody. Everybody but your man. So now your man. Now you, you try to tell me that you ain't entertained any of these advances because I value my marriage and I love my husband. But you have entertained them. It's called fantasizing. So you entertaining all the men and the women that hit on you. So now you just up in there pleasuring yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but that's what you do. Yeah, and in addition, always wanting to have sex. I'm watching porn now. Debbie does this. And it's a and it's a problem because I done started comparing sex with my husband, what I see in the video. I done told you your husband ain't in the video. <laughs> he ain't Thor with the big hammer. Yeah. He ain't Iron Man. Yeah. He, he ain't none of these. He ain't none of these. He ain't Captain Marvel. Yeah. Coming up in there with a shield. He ain't Spider-Man swinging from building to building, scooping down, getting your web, getting you tangled up in it. He ain't none of He ain't Batman with the utility belt. He ain't just popping stuff out around his way. Try this. Look at this. Want to see that? Watch this. Hold this. Touch that. Put your leg over there. Squeeze that. Press this button. Watch this. Set that swing up. Watch this. Zip, bam, boom, bam. You ain't getting none of that. You ain't getting none of that. No. Yeah. So now, you know, he ain't the Hulk. Oh. He ain't the big green man. <laughs> Strong. He ain't Hercules. He ain't Sam. He ain't even in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't Samson. He ain't even the yeah. He won't even be David with a little slingshot coming here and kill the giant. Whoa. He ain't none of that. No, you at the house with the direct opposite. Want to cuddle. Now you hurt. You hurt now. Because your husband ain't what you see in them damn videos. You get turned on from my fantasies. I've come clean with my husband about the porn and my desire to even be freakier than we already are. So now you done mentioned this to your husband. He's sitting there looking at you like you crazy because your husband said that there may be something wrong with you and he's not interested in a threesome or swinging. So now right. you done went to told your husband that you want a threesome. Now we'll talk about that in a minute. But the swinging though, the swinging means y'all go get another couple. And while he with her, you with him. Uh-oh, stop, hold on, wait a minute. Somebody about to come and get it. Now, you got sold up now, sister. See, now you have introduced it. You have introduced adultery into the relationship. You want to come in there and swing now. See, you too, while it is something wrong with you. But where did swinging come from? Yeah. Now, let's get back to the threesome. Because that's, now, you talking about another woman in the room? 
You gonna introduce that into your marriage? You, you really, said. you really want to try that? Threesome. You got to be talking about another. She didn't say. Well, I'm just saying, I'm saying, you got to be talking about another one, but what you can't do is bring somebody else in here that's unzipping their pants. That one can't happen. Calvin? You ain't finna be up in here. Now, you done went ahead and hired the dude from the porno video. Now, he in here three times the man I am. We not finna have that. He in here. Standing over there naked looking like... <laughs> I can't do that. I edit myself. I edit it myself. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. We do all love yeah. our jobs. Uh-huh. And you know, you might be all right. I ain't saying you ain't blessed. I ain't saying your husband ain't blessed. But you know, he could be, you know, like Oscar Mayer, boy. But then, you know, you went in there and bought somebody in this house that's, you know, over there standing over there like he holding a can of air freshener. <laughs> See them two different peoples now. <laughs> wow! You got the Oscar Mayer boy over there. You got Glade man on the other hand. Something happened. These visuals. I'm just saying. I ain't saying nothing. That ain't been graphic. You can read what you want to read into it. Oh man! Now, isn't he supposed to help me work through these types of issues? Help you with some more damn people? Wow. Ain't nobody fitting to do that. So I won't cheat on him. You already done cheated on him. You've already suggested that you bring another person in and y'all cheat together. How do you think I should handle this? Please advise. You finna lose your marriage. That's what you finna do. Yeah. Man. That's what you finna do. Because you finna introduce something to the game that he don't want. And that's what you finna do. It's the wild thing. Your wild thing. Go, go ahead. You done just got real tricky all of a sudden. Now, I would like to come back and do a reenactment. Oh, because Jay's back. Jay is here. Because Jay is back. Yeah. Yeah. And if he can remember that he's supposed to give me a chance to talk to in the reenactments, they can work (laughs) out. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying, before we come back, because he's been away for a long time, and obviously he ain't been telling jokes, so now he's going to come and try to dominate and ain't going to let the husband say nothing. King. <laughs> All right, and I, well, I, I already know how you do reenactments. That's why I don't ask for them much. Well, come on with it then. Yeah. All right, yeah. this is a new nah, start. <laughs> All right, look, uh, it looks like we're going to have part three of this strawberry letter. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> but listen, you guys can Instagram or, uh, us your thoughts or email us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, part three of Turned On and Off, the reenactment right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are back with part three of this strawberry letter turned on and off at the same time. So here it is. Jay is wanting more, and I want things to stay the way they are. Yeah. Hector, could you get that hot breeze off the stove and come up here and take your shirt off? I want to show you something. All right, baby. I'm here. What's happening? Well, it's just not. It's not freaky enough, you know. I want. I want spankings, and I want them hard, like you're angry at me. I want. I want spankings. Now, wait a minute. Last week, 
we had uh, you know, a, a filming going on in here. Mm-hmm. And I and yeah. I said I didn't want to do that, but I let you sit. I let you, I saw you with the tripod, and I helped you set it up. And now you talking about bringing what you 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 want some grease. I want hot grease, not just regular grease. Anybody can do cold grease. Now, baby, it's look, baby, look, somebody gonna get hurt. Mess with all this damn grease. Mm-hmm. And then a week before that, what, what, okay, what did you do with the monkeys? The monkey was very I disobedient. I mean, he didn't play along with what we was trying to do. Well, he's all. a monkey, baby. What'd you expect him to do? I, I apologize, but it was something I wanted, and well, know, we I tried. We're going to get it. And I bought the monkey. Now the monkey didn't work out. So now, which okay, okay. So let me ask you this right here. Well, what I would like okay. to do, I know this. I know this is sudden, but I think if you went and got the monkey again, and we could talk to him and explain what we into. Now that's the same thing you had in there when I bought all that bunny fur in there. I bought the bunny fur mitten, like. and you that asked like me for that. that I like and I and, and then and then we had the bunny fur mittens in there. And oh next God, thing I knew, was, we had it was just it was just baby all all over. You went all out, but I just you know what really made me feel bad about it is that I had to think about all the bunnies whose tails you ripped off just to make <laughs> no, this for me. No, I appreciate it. No. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey baby, listen to me. I'm gonna just tell you right now, this thing yes. just got way out of hand. You ain't never been this wild before. What's her name, Hector? Whose name? Oh, I thought you, know you were talking about that. I thought I thought you were talking about the monkey name. Because oh. I was going to say the monkey was a boy. And the, and the boy <laughs> name was Cheetah. Your name is Hector. What's her name? Oh, uh, Lucinda. Oh, Lucinda. Lucinda. Yeah, Lucinda. That's me. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Okay. okay. Mm. How can I say? I need you to just... You know, dig down into your nastiness. That's what I need you to do. <laughs> Go inside yourself. Damn. Here you go. See, see, Lucinda, where's all this nastiness coming from? See, you've been in there watching them porno movies, and I told you I don't do all that. You're just doing too much now. And she's in her 40s now. Now, we're already in here. You know, your weight ain't what it was. You broke a pool table. I know. I know. I know. I know. The kids can't shoot that- pool no more. I know. Broke damn pool table. I know. We done, then, then you saw that other video from that girl off that housewife show, and you tore all the shower rods down in her. <laughs> it just looked like a fun thing to do. That's all. I'm, oh, I'm, it looked I'm, fun, but you, I'm telling you, you, you got a little more weight on it than that girl did. You're absolutely right. So it would just what? take more stove grease, heated at a perfect temperature, <laughs> you rub all over my body grease. and spank me hard. That's, I mean, that's not much to ask. No, but see, that go along with it. You, you know, week four last when you had we was in the bathroom and you had you had me stick my foot in the toilet and mm-hmm. keep flushing it. And I and I was trying that. And that was crazy. And then my pull my foot out. My foot looking like a prune. It's all shriveled up. I didn't oh like that. God. I just had my foot in that toilet just kept flushing over and over and over because you like the sound but of rushing water. The one time I really have to thank you for really going all out for me, and I know it's kind of uncomfortable, but what? you did it because you cared. Uh-huh. You put cotton candy all over your body, and it was it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Come on, you... Hector. Come on, Hector. Way to play the game, Hector. Participation. Boy, Lucinda, you so milk. This is getting out of hand now. Lucinda. Now, let me tell you something. I already told you what I'll go do next week. We're supposed to take the week off so I can get myself together. Okay. Because, you know, I told you I wanted to get myself together. So, 
then you gonna come in here and you add, I done already ordered the, the stuff for next week. What you got? What I got the little kids red wagon that I'm bringing in. Oh, okay. All right. We gonna we gonna right. be in here with a little red wagon, mm-hmm. and I done hired two little people. Okay. <laughs> so far so good. So now I don't good. know what we finna do in here you down with these <laughs> with these two little people and, and this damn red wagon with these gates on it. Now I'm I'm trying to rest up for that. Uh, you, 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 know, you making a girl steam up. Yes, you are. Well, going to get steam in here. Because I hired them two little people from, uh, what's that TV show? Uh, oh, with the, with, with the women, women, of, women of Atlanta. Yeah. Of L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I had a little, I hired them from Little People Big World. Oh. oh okay. Little People Big World. Yeah, well, we'll see down. next week. See how your game is, okay? Well, okay. I'm just telling you, baby, but we need to slow some of this down. Yeah. And what I cannot have you doing it. Introducing other people's in here. No, because okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do all that. Oh no, well, threesomes, no swinging. I don't really like the people. You know, the monkeys. I can deal with the monkeys. Really? And we had a chicken in here so uh, last month. That chicken was a lot though, because it kept pecking all the wrong places. Oh, ouch! I'm saying, hey boy, you need to get your head away from here. <laughs> Well, at least he's willing to try, Lucinda. I'm willing to try if yeah. you're willing to try. Mm-hmm. Tell you what ain't yeah. going to happen what you asked me for last week. What was that? What was that? Yeah, Shaq can't come up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. That's how you draw the line. I'm, well, we drawing a damn line right here. Because <laughs> he's going to be in here just taking and doing what he want to do. I can't control <laughs> Shaq. I'll be gentle. What? Uh, what, Shaq? I'll be gentle. If you let me See, come right in, I'll be gentle. Hey, Shaq, Shaq. <laughs> Shaq, Shaquille. What's going on? What's going on here? Listen to me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how she got you on speaker and speed dial. But, but you got to slow this down, Shaq. We, we got to go. Lucinda, I'm here. I'm here, Lucinda, if you need me. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got to get out of here. Thank you guys for that reenactment. Uh, coming up, we'll talk NCAA right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, come on, guys. This is your time to shine. Let's congratulate the NCAA men's champions. Come on, Junior. Yeah, congratulations to the University of Virginia. What else? (laughs) They won it. Yeah, Cavaliers. Okay, and well, I'm from Texas. I'm going for Texas. Oh yeah. Well, you know, y'all have had a you know been a rough year for Texas. So just hang in there. I'm from Cleveland. Deal with it. You know, oh, so, yeah. you know, I mean, it was a good game. They played, man. It just wasn't meant to be. No, you know, wait, wait. Virginia what won, happened, though. though guys? You know. They went into overtime. They should have won before overtime. Yeah. That's what they should have yeah. yeah, they had it. Yeah, they had it. Well, I can't say they had it, because if they had it, they'd have had it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they had the game. Perfect no, man, logic. They, they have it, dog. If they had it, they'd have had it. <laughs> no, know? they didn't have it. No, they ain't have it. You know, they played, man. If we had it, we'd have had it. We didn't have it. Yeah, you know, and I don't really see no one play that did it. I didn't, uh, you know, they chanced to win it. In the corner, it got blocked. That was great D. You know, he took the shot he was supposed to take. But it was crazy, man. But, like, I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, where, okay, okay, man. Where was the game played at? Minneapolis, in, yeah, Minnesota. Because Minnesota. man, when when the, when Virginia won, it didn't seem like that many people in the crowd was going crazy. It wasn't that many to me. They it didn't go crazy like I thought it would go to win a championship. 
Yeah. Well, they kept flashing back to Virginia in their in their stadium. It's full. The watch oh, party. Yeah. You know, that's where the students watching the game. At. Mm-hmm. Same at Lubbock yeah. and Texas Tech. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the ladies, the Baylor University Bears. You know, the Lady Bears. They won, but their yep. game was in Tampa. I so I guess that. they play different uh, locations every year. Yeah. Well, man, the boys, they played their heart out. They was heartbroken when they lost, though. They yeah. was heartbroken. They left it all out on the floor, that's for sure. Yeah. That's, that's a good cliche, Jay. Way to go. Way so to this is it, it now? This is all They, they came over. to play, no that's more. for sure. That's uh-huh. it. They came to it's play. It's time for the pros now. For the NBA. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. On to the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we yeah. sure so have some more who you got sports. there? Not uh-huh. the Lakers. We got them damn Rockets. Who you think we got? No, you know I ride with the Rockets now. We ride. It's going to be real, real hard to beat the Warriors, man. Man. Real, real hard. Every year. (laughs) It's going to be real, real hard, man. I don't see nobody. Because ain't nobody over there. Now, coming out the East, who y'all think going to come out? Out the West, y'all want Houston to come out the West. Yeah. I would love to see Chris Paul win one. Yes. yes. I really, I would. really would. I would, I would love bad. to see Chris Paul and Harden win one. Mm-hmm. Now, who's going to come out the East? Either Ooh, Philly, Philly or, or, the or Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. The Celtics not coming out the East. That's not going to happen. They're they not playing great ball. That damn Milwaukee, though. Oof. Boy, the Greek. If that if I, that boy stay healthy. I just can't say his name. Food. I can't even. Don't, don't try to say it. Just say the Greek. The Greek and then... Uh, Philly, you know, Boston has the talent. They do, but they don't have, they don't have the guy, and the guy is really Kyrie, but they don't give him the ball like he's the guy, and I just, I just think that youth is gonna eat him up in the playoffs. He should have stayed in. Cleveland. He should. I know he wishes. Man, you know he him and LeBron. He no, he looking for LeBron. Man. Right, I guess right. you had to see, huh? You, you had to take that chance. Yeah, yeah, see. You had to a see. lot of times when you want to get out under the shadow of another person, you have to remember one thing about the shadow. The shadow is actually shade. Yeah, but spotlight. sometimes it's good to leave. Okay, I ain't mad at yeah. you, Jay. Come on, okay. bitter man. Jay coming from Cliche. somewhere else. All right, Jay. Yeah. I ain't mad at nobody. You talking about somebody that been left? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we just <laughs> talking about this basketball team right yeah, here. Everybody talking about your radio career. Yeah, you take your own damn cruise when you yeah. want to, Jay. You yeah. hear me? Yeah, we know <laughs> why you there. <laughs> but I think something going cruise. on when you get sick at the same time as the cruise. Yeah. 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 Every year, Steve, he's I only mean, been with us. What? Always go. I mean, a year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's oh, like it throw you into something. I think so, sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would I lie to y'all? Yeah. What? Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did Virginia just beat tech, uh, Texas? Yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah. Would you lie to us? You're the same dude who used to have a diary. <laughs> what, does that a diary? what does that mean, Steve? Uh, that's a long time ago. We don't talk about that anymore. Yeah, we're going to leave that <laughs> well, Y'all both shut up <laughs> on that one. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. What's in this diary? What's in this diary? Uh, uh, you every bring every this to work. damn thing, every damn thing <laughs> was in there. What man what? does that? Me and him, hold up, man. No, no, ain't no what man does that him. <laughs> ain't no what man does that. I'm in it, everybody in it. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Then she found it. I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's See, a long story. This is juicy. This is oh, juicy. Oh, we got to get this. ain't juicy. It happened a long time ago. I was 30 years oh, ago. Boy, I was saved. Come on. Yeah, it was more than 30 years ago. Oh, man. Always got to throw the Lord in there some kind of way. Then I'm over there trying to get the diary, and then she going to open it up and show me why I'm in it. I'm <laughs> Wait, he was wrong about you too. Man, I tried to snatch it out of hand. <laughs> you knew. Shut up, line. You knew. Uh, y'all was together. I'll be damned. Oh, man. So you're not supposed to keep a record or nothing, this. man. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, before, man. Before phones. Before man, camera know. phones, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh this one you had a little black book. Yeah. Nah. You said a diary, Tommy. Nah, different. it was a big notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Did it have a lock on it or pages anything? Pages and pages no, and no. pages. It was a journal of my time on the road as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, oh, you journaled. Okay. Yeah, oh, also, journal. yeah that's okay. very therapeutic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been great if it had just been about his life as a comedian <laughs> on the road, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just his damn life, his experience is going to put my name in. I'm over there asking the girl, can we get it back? She started reading chapters about me. I'm sitting there, I'll be there. He was with him. I was you can't maybe, get it back. Maybe them eight pages is lying. We worked, we worked some gigs together. Yeah, I wrote about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, did you try to grab it and miss? I tried. No, she wasn't. She was. She would go in the back and bring a page out. <laughs> What? So if I'd have grabbed a book at that time, it would have been breaking and entering, so I didn't want them charges. Oh, oh, I just man. went on dealt with it. I said, she'd go up there and get a page, bring it out, read it to me. Oh, go back in there, bring another page out and read it to me. Then one time she came out, I was gone. <laughs> yeah, she came out to read about the eighth page. I just got on over left. This is going downhill. Oh, man. So you still got it? Oh, no, 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 we no, didn't no, get no, it no, back. No, no, no. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Okay. She got it. She got it. I never got it back. We got to get out of here, guys. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's what's trending, guys. You know, every once in a while, Mother Nature just finds a way to get even. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there's this case where this rhino poacher uh, who broke into South Africa's Kruger National Park. All right. Officials say four per- poachers went in and only three came out. Now, according to reports, the unlucky fella, the poacher was. Oh, this is not funny, but he was stomped to death by an elephant. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Well, yeah. Before lions wait, it gets it gets even worse, Steve. First, he was stomped to death by a, by an elephant. Then lions had their way with his carcass. Uh, apparently, there wasn't even enough uh, to identify the guy by. So Damn. he's a rhino poacher who got killed by an elephant and eaten by lions. Well, there's, there's three more poachers that's out of the poaching business. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> wow. I, I know yeah. that would that's deter me. Yeah, here's that here's the good news. They, mm-hmm. This day last trip in the bush. Yeah. Looking yeah. for rhino, leopard, anything. Yeah, I, this is funny, because that's what his ass get. Yeah. Going in here to kill this rhino yeah. so he can make a couple thousand dollars, and then yes. the rhino lose his life. They're already endangered species. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I think uh, we should do a reenactment. Well, Steve is the elephant, and I'm the Ooh. interviewer. As to he's just had enough of it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we are here in the bush with. <laughs> we are. We are here in the bush. Oh, I love this. That's, that's pretty good. I live for this. One. You, you can't do that all day, okay? We're in the bush with the elephant who took the three pilchers out. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, you know, I was, um, <laughs> I was, I was minding my damn business. And, okay. Yeah, I know these three dark skinned fellas come through the bush. Now, why I stay out here? Because they look good in here well, you know. Anybody supposed to be out here but us. And here they came. Were you came, ever you know? afraid? Well, I was, but you know, all three of them had a gun. But so I waited on them to crouch down in the bushes, and they was aiming, and they was over there uh, aiming at my buddy, uh, Roscoe the Rhino. Mm -hmm. And I seen them. <laughs> and I said, well, I tell you what, you ain't, you ain't finna shoot Roscoe. So I snuck up on his ass, cause they were paying close attention, and I bumped him, you know, it don't take much for me to knock nobody down. <laughs> and, and you know, so, 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 as soon as I bumped him, he fell. And uh, and then the other dog, and the other three dog skin dudes looked at me. All I saw was eyes, so I swung around, hit one of them with my ass. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He he went flying. And then the uh, other dude looked scared, but when I swung around, uh, uh, to hit him with my ass. I spun around. I ain't see the poor fellow, and I stepped on him dead in the damn chest. Well, through all your fighting, how is Roscoe? Oh, Roscoe Toronto, he fine. Oh, now, that fellow, when I stepped in his chest, you know, that kind of knocked the wind out of him. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I ain't saying I killed him because I don't want to be up on no charges, so I ain't admitting to nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not a skit, child, you. Because you know what you I ain't finna do. You left, right? Well, you know what I'm saying? What All I did was step in his chest. I don't, I don't really know what happened. He was alive when I left. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, stitches, you know, last thing, my big ass don't need to be in coke. Uh-uh. <laughs> Thank you so very Because you know how they handle us. And when I stepped in his chest and I walked off, and I saw the lines over there, I said, well, you know, don't look like don't look like going to be a whole lot of evidence in this case. Elephant, what? Hard to get dental records on. Hard to get dental record with one tooth. All right. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Make the elephant sound. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, Gabrielle Union Wade is supporting her 11-year-old stepson with pride. On Sunday, Gabrielle and her family got all decked out in their rainbow gear for the Miami Pride Festival in support of their son, Zion Wade. Unfortunately, Dwayne Wade was unable to attend the parade because of the Miami heat. Uh, they had an away game in Toronto, but he shared his pride on social media for all to see. Zion had his own cheering section today, uh, D-Wade said on Instagram. Wish I was there to see you smile, kid. Zion's older brother, Zaire, also showed some love on the Internet and told his followers, love you, little bro, no matter what. People on social media are praising Dwayne and Gabrielle's positive approach to parenting, with some saying the celebs are parents to look up to. Wow. Wow, I'm that's that. nice. That's great, uh -huh. man. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's their son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's they do right. seem like very love loving parents, especially with Absolutely. the new little baby they have and everything. Very loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, and put that pressure. Well, on I can't say nothing about it because I'm still mad at my damn boys 
by asking for that damn Cadillac Escalade. Oh, <laughs> Steve, you talked about that 20 minutes ago. Yeah, well, Steve. whatever. It's, it's still burning. <laughs> okay. You talking about okay. you want a damn Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> Ain't working nowhere. Talking about a damn Cadillac Escalade. No, I'm glad you're about felt. it, though. Yeah. You, uh, you, 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 you what, Tommy? I'm glad you didn't buy it. Did you buy it? Boy, hell. Boy. Uh-uh. That's too much. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's too much. Uh, we got in trouble asking for bus fare when we were coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, they look at me so crazy. I asked for a bike one year. They looked yeah. at me like I had lost my damn a bike. <laughs> a bike? Boy, you better get out there and run. <laughs> I couldn't what? ask for a ride yeah. to the school. It was just four blocks away. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You don't need a ride. Yeah. One, year I I asked, to one year I asked for glasses. <laughs> they ass got mad at that. <laughs> what you need to see? I don't see this happening. Quit. <laughs> Biggest them words is in them Alice and Jerry books. Yeah, we were really raised differently Ooh. than these kids today. That is for sure. Uh, in other entertainment news, Solange has canceled her performances at Coachella. Uh, You know, um, the music festival tweeted, due to major production delays, Solange will unfortunately no longer be performing. She sends her sincerest apologies. Coachella is a major festival. It's held outside of Los Angeles um, over two weekends in the California desert. This year's headliners are Ariana Grande and Childish Gambino. Kanye West will bring Mm. his gospel choir to Coachella for a special outdoor Easter Sunday sunrise service. So, um... In the in this yes. particular story, she didn't say why, but um, we understand yeah, her band is sick. Yeah, oh, her a uh, lot of members of her band mm-hmm. uh, was sick, and so she Solange had when a very hard time. I think it's like the um, last weekend's in April. You can't play a track. Oh, it starts this They're gonna weekend. be sick in April at the end weekend? of April. Yeah, it starts this weekend. Well, and the next <clears> weekend. And, they have uh, to do the production and, and all the that. Song. More than one drum out here. Yeah. It's well, got to be she, some NyQuil that'll to, get you right to, between that. She wants to do it with a NyQuil. She wants to do it with the people she's comfortable with, I'm sure. Well, I mean, yeah, and she was I mean, having problems replacing them, she said. I mean, it starts uh, she's this an Friday, artist. by the way. Yeah. yeah. She's an artist. Yes, and, she is. And so, you know. In her own right. Play the track. Let's yeah. do the yeah. track. Get a track. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only Mr. Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. Jay is back. And then Junior took the day off yesterday. He's back. Amazingly, they came back yeah. on the same day. And they're both yeah. well. That's the most important thing. Sick me. He's not going to outsick me. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to have it. <laughs> anyway, I Steve. I know. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's healthy and well and back at Man, work. And so yeah, so Steve, leave us with some closing remarks, All right, please. All right. Uh, you know, I want to um, try to help people understand something about mistakes. I think that mistakes uh, are, are overrated. They really are. I think that oftentimes the mistakes you make are misunderstood. I think that the mistakes you make are not the failures that you've let them mount themselves up to be. But what mistakes actually really are, are just valuable learned experiences. Mistakes are actually experience. You know, you've got to become experienced in life 
you become experienced through mistakes. Mistakes are necessary. Mistakes teach us how to get it right. Mistakes show something in us that some people try not to make you see when you make one. When you make a mistake, you make a mistake because there was an effort put forward in attempting to do something. And sometimes those mistakes don't turn out the way you wanted it to. Now, I'm not talking about you deciding that you're going to sell dope for a living. I'm not talking about the mistakes where you said, I'm going to go down here and rob this bank. I'm talking about the mistakes that you make in a righteous effort to move yourself forward. But I got to say this, though. Even if you made the decision once upon a time to sell dope or to rob a bank, when you come through the other side, when you pay your time, when you've, you've, when you've paid your dues, when you've suffered the consequences, that too becomes a learned and valuable experience. But instead, what some people do is they take these mistakes, they sit in the confines of the walls of a penal institution, and they decide that what they learned was a better way to do it. And I'll be damned if some people don't come out and repeat the same mistake again because they think they found a better way to do it. Now, listen to me, man. If you think that you found a better way to do to commit the crime, don't you think the police is out here finding better ways to solve them? Everybody trying to prove their position. And I'm telling you, the law is going to win. So even then, man, come on. You've got to take the negatives that happen to you and turn them into a positive. I can show you, man, people who used to be in the game on the wrong side and got and paid the consequences and got out and decided, you know what? I'm not going to be that. I'm going to better myself. And they took what they learned from the mistakes and they turned them around and they turned themselves into some pretty, pretty good individuals. I know a lot of people who were inmates who are now outstanding people. But now let's look at the person who makes a mistake that's trying to do something righteous. You open up a business and it fails. You get into a relationship and it fails. You have a baby and then you break up, but you still got to be a father. You still got to be a mother. You, you still have to do the right things. When you make a mistake and you're trying to accomplish something righteous and you fail at it, it's an experience that you have to have. I'll give you an example. In, in the comedy business, you don't learn the comedy business from killing. You learn the comedy business from them nights you up there bombing, from them nights you up there not doing well, from them nights you up there dying. When there's 30 people in the crowd on the A show and the club owner decide to let the same 30 stay because he ain't sold no tickets for the B show and he just hoping they buy another drink but not realizing you got to stand there and try to entertain the same 30 people again. That's when you learn. You learn from losing the basketball game because now you got to go back to the film room and you got to see what you did wrong. And in, and in correcting that mistake, it makes you better for the next opponent. 
See, you don't you don't get better at basketball because you make the game winning shot. You get better at basketball because you miss the game winning shot because it pushes you in the gym so you can train harder and work harder. So if you get in that situation, you won't blow it again. It's called experience, y'all. Stop letting your mistakes define you and allow those mistakes to redefine you. Let those mistakes redefine you, turn you into who you really want to be because you're going to have to get through the mistakes to get to where you want to be. If you let every mistake you make crumble you, you will never be built up to be who you need to be. These mistakes are not to crumble you. They are to solidify you. These mistakes are to ground you. They're to grow you. These mistakes are to strengthen you. I've made so many mistakes. A lot of my mistakes been public. And from all of the slings and arrows that come my way from my public mistakes, I still keep going forward. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 